Okay, we begin, Baruch Hashem, another day, another day, which means another opportunity for us to grow and to change and to be thankful and to try and focus on on speech, like we said yesterday, uh, your speech begins, your negative speech about somebody else begins in your mind and it begins with a person looking and judging negatively. Uh, I'm going to skip to day six because till then it's, a, it's like a chazara, a review of something that we spoke about already. So day six says talking negatively about someone's inborn traits and like we know as we're coming close to uh, Yom Adin we know that life is uh, right now we're living life right this moment and we know that one of the biggest things that can hurt somebody is his negative thinking and a person seeing the negative and Mitzora is Malashan, a Mitzora is Malashan Motsi Ra. That you bring out the bad that you have inside of you. When a person speaks negative, it's because he has a negativity inside of himself. And the goal is to try and not be Motsi Ra, not to bring out the Ra, not to bring out the negative, but rather to be Motsi the Tov, to bring out the good. So says the Chavetz Chaim, talking negatively about someone's inborn traits. Speech, we're on page 30, day 6. Speech, we can cause another Jew to be degraded in the eyes of his peers. For example, you can claim, I'm really not saying anything negative about the person because it's not his fault that he was born this way. Chavetz Chaim reminds us, imagine if you were that person, how would you feel? If somebody says, oh, that guy, he's not so smart. Oh, that guy, right, he's not so good looking. Right? Such statements can have terrible ramifications. Now listen to what the Chavetz Chaim says. He says, negative remarks about someone's inborn traits, in a sense, is worse than negative comments about someone's behavior. Why? Because someone's behavior, you can always judge that lekafschus. Right, you see someone doing something wrong, you could judge that favorably. But you can't judge favorably if you say that someone is dumb. Someone is, uh, is this, someone is that. So you're saying that that person has inborn traits. He says, uh, however, when you hear that someone is not smart, that person in your mind becomes labeled as not smart. Such labels are very difficult to uproot from people's minds. So it's very, very, a person has to be very, very careful. And like we've always spoken, that you want to be somebody who, who has a fresh look at somebody. A lot of times we just lock somebody up in our minds and say, oh, that's the type of guy he is. Especially when you hear from other people and people say, oh, there's a new guy who comes around that is new, you know, someone who you meet and your friend says, oh, you know that guy? Oh gosh, that guy has a big ego or that guy talks a lot, or that guy is, you know, uh, insensitive. So it sort of locks into your brain uh, that that's who the guy is. What? It's fine, he was born that way. Right, it's not his fault. 
He was born that way. Exactly, Daniel. So that's, that's precisely what the Chavetz Chaim is telling us, is that I don't want to lock somebody in and box someone in in that negative uh, look. Question, comments? That's Rabbi Simcoe Rabbi. Um, I'm just thinking that it has a lot to do with the way that the Rav says like, it really has to do with what your intention is. <coughs> I feel like I've been in situations where people like, are like getting annoyed with somebody or angry at them, and you're like, yo, like, you're like, you can say, like, yeah, you don't know how he grew up. So, like, if you're saying like an intention to, like, to put out the fire, right? Like, it's not so much what it's saying, it's how it's said. Right. I think that sometimes you could say, like, yeah, like, you know, like, oh, that guy's like, you know, egotistic like, or whatever, but, like, you don't know, like, how he grew up, which is also, like, Depending on where you're coming from. Right, right. Depend what your point is. Is your point yeah. is your point to knock him down, or your point is to sort of justify right, it exactly. and make it a little bit? Yeah, that's a good point. Some Karab is saying, right? Sometimes you could say, "Oh, well, you don't know his. Fa- you you, you got to meet his father." Right. But and but you say, and you could say it both ways. Either you could say, "Yeah," because his father <laughs> is also like that. You could say, "Yeah," if you had a father like that, you'd also be like that. Right. But you have to be very careful in general. Very very good point. Anybody else? Yeah, clear. Makes sense. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, Morty, what do you say? Yeah, clear, straightforward. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zocha that today and every day, especially as we're uh, right before Rosh Hashanah, one of the things I said yesterday, just the chaz are over, as much as you can on Rosh Hashanah to try and to try and not judge anyone or if you're you see a situation to try and judge it we want our year and we want our head to begin the process of our new year to be a year where everything and again I just want to be very clear it's very normal to see negative it's a very normal typical thing to look at someone and to see the negative that's it's okay the goal when you see that negative is to then try and focus and try and find and search for the positive, both in yourself and the other person. To try and see the positive, to try and find it. And like I've said, I remember I had this, right, I've said this story last year, right, where my contact lens fell on the floor and I'm on the ground searching for it. Sometimes you gotta get on your hands and knees to search for something. We want it just to be right in front of us. Sometimes you've got to work hard to find the beauty. You have to work hard to find the good. Um, I, I have to mention Yedidya, just seeing Yedidya here. I don't know if you guys know Yedidya, but I just want to mention um, something that he told me, right? You said I could say the, this shot, Yedidya. I said it right afterwards to a few chevra that, that uh, and I think it fits very well with Lashon Hara. Yedidya was saying, I'll just say quickly, Simcharaba, you're going to like this shot, that he says that he said the difference between guilt and shame, anyone who's holding in, in uh, the gifts of imperfection, I'm saying guilt and shame, the difference between guilt and shame is that guilt is, is that you did something wrong. Shame is that you, your essence is wrong. So when a person feels guilty, it's okay, or you have guilt because I did wrong things. But to feel that I am wrong, there's something wrong with me, I am wrong, that's shame. So Yedidya, 
wanted to say that that's the shot the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir Hara. It says the Yetzir Tov says, okay, I did things wrong, but I'm not in essence, I'm not, some, I'm, not, I'm not wrong. I did something wrong. When you say that you are wrong, your essence is something wrong with you, there's something wrong with you, that's already the Yetzir That's how the Yetzir talks. Yetzir so the reason I was saying that, I said it over right? So the, 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 the reason that I'm saying that is because with what we're talking about, when you, when you label somebody, when you label someone and you say, and you speak Lush and Hara about someone, you're sort of putting a mum, a blemish on that person. And you're labeling that person to say, that person is dumb, that person is a fool, that person is an ego person, that person's a that. What you're doing is you are looking at him like, like in, a, in a very negative Yetzirah way. As opposed to say, okay, he did something maybe, like it says, have he done as kol ha'adam, the cops close. The Svasema says, you have to go ahead and you have to judge the entire person. You look at a whole picture. You don't look at that one thing and say that that's who the person is. Okay. Question, comments? Yes, Ben. Beautiful, Ben. Beautiful. Oh, very good. It's very true. Like, like, uh, like I've mentioned, right? They have apps, right? They have the weather apps. Well, you've heard this from me. They have the weather apps to check the weather. What's the weather today? So, so it's good to have a weather app inside of yourself. What's the weather going to be like today? Are you going to be raining a lot today? Are you going to be happy today? The weather app. The key weather app is the weather within yourself. How am I going to? Am I going to be? Am I going to be storming today? Or I'm going to have a nice, sunny, beautiful, beautiful day. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be zocha only to see the good, to find the good, to assess. Yes, Sarah. Just to add what the video said, the video was talking about the person himself. Right. Right, in a good way. Right. right. And other people, even if I'm going to say, no, he's perfect, he's okay, but just saying a small story on it, he's also us. Right. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, you have to be very careful. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha to only see the good, to find the good, to search for the good in others, in ourselves, and he's judging us that uh, just like we judge everyone Latov and we see all the good, so Hashem will only see the good in each and every one of us, us and all the Jewish people. Okay, um, I want to, we're going to continue in the, in the introduction. We were, yesterday uh, I sort of spoke more general. Today I want to f- focus a little bit into 
Shlemus Halev. So the Mesilzer Sharm said that there are five foundations, there are five foundations to be a complete and a wholesome Jew. Those five foundations are Yira, which we're going to talk about. The, the entire Sefer is based on this. Yira, which is having a relationship with Hashem. Yira, that you see Hashem, you live with Hashem. The second thing is Halicha Bedrachav, which we spoke about. Just like Hashem is merciful, Hashem is loving, Hashem is giving, so to on the same way. Number three is Ahava, is to love. What does that mean? That I want to do. It's not that I have to do. That a person we spoke uh, yesterday or a few days ago, we spoke about the transition between high school and post-high school. Between elementary school and becoming an adult. Becoming an adult is that I am making the decisions. I want to. Not that I have to. It's something that I want to do. That's the, word, that's the world of should. The world of should not going to get into it right now, but the world of should is I should do, is that I have to. I have to, I have to, there's guilt attached to I should be doing this, I should be doing that. I want to do it. I want to be happy. I want to be uh, someone who's connected to Hashem. I want to. Correct, correct. Correct, correct, but correct, correct. But what you want to live in what you, where you want to live in, in on, on as much as you can, is in the world of that I'm making the decisions because this is what I want to do. Correct. Sometimes things are difficult, but this is what I want to push through. But yes, correct. This guy, watch out for this guy. He's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Bliain uh, Hara. Poo poo. Okay. Number, now, this is number four. This is a biggie, especially for our generation. Number four. Number four is called Shlemus Halev. Shlemus Halev, which means what? Listen to the words, and we'll get into this later, God willing, this year, to talk about this is a very, very key part, and like I said, especially in our generation. Shlemus Halev, I'm going to read the words, and then we can discuss it and get it clear. Shlemus Halev is, is that I am totally focused, letachas avodasa bovad, I am not living in a world of ulterior motives. I'm very focused on what I want. I'm very focused on how I'm living. And it's also very focused in the moment. There's not too many distractions. I'm not distracted. I'm not distracted. Rather, I'm totally, totally focused on my goals on the moment, what I'm doing, and as he says, I'm not in two different places, right? You go in a car with five people, and all of those people are not in the same car. Why are they not in the same car? There used to be a time where you got into a car, and what? You were, you were with all the people in the car. Nowadays, you get into a car and this guy's texting this person and this guy's on the phone with that person and this one's there. And I'm not saying it's negative. I'm just saying that's the reality we live in. The reality we live in is that I'm not here. I'm not where I am. I'm somewhere else all the time. I'm totally not in the moment. And what happens with that, let me just wrap it up. What happens with that, he says, 
He says, Things that you do become very external. It's not, your heart's not in it, my mind's not in it, my body's not in it. I'm very, very distracted. Wherever you are, be there. Wherever I am, be where I am. What happens is our minds are fragmentized. And it's very, very difficult because with all the, all the stimuli and all the things that go on, especially in our world where there's so many distractions, so it's very difficult for a person to actually sit there, right, and to be focused, to listen. That's why people have trouble with empathy. One of the reasons that people have trouble with empathy is empathy is a very, very, very important mida. If you don't have it, if you don't know, I mean, everybody has it. If it's something, empathy also comes with that because if you're God willing, you'll see when you, when you get married, when you're building a relationship, so you got to learn how to listen. You have to listen with your heart. You have to be fully, fully engaged in listening. If you have ADD, which all of us have, more or less, because that's the generation we live in where we're just all very distracted. So people don't feel that connection. They don't feel that connection from you. And when you don't give that connection, it means a lot of times that you don't have that connection with yourself. You're distracted and fragmentized within yourself. Question, comments? Um, Rabbi Simcha Rabbi, yeah. I don't mean to throw myself under a bus, but when you have said it's not negative, you said, oh, like, I'm not saying it's, ne- it's not negative, it's just reality. What, that what? When I said what? Sitting in the car, not being present. Right. Right. Yes, I meant that. Why is it negative? It's not negative because it's a opportunity. It's an opportunity for us to Hashem put us in that situation. I can't talk about what it was, you know, when when uh, I grew up or when we grew up without cell phones, and that that was beautiful, but now it's terrible. Every situation is exactly the way it's supposed to be, and it's a beautiful opportunity for us to figure out how to connect more. Because when we will put our phones down and we will spend time together in a car, maybe it will be much, a much stronger uh, thing. But it doesn't matter. What's the difference? What's the difference? The point is, that wasn't the point. Yeah, I think if I associate, I don't, maybe I'm like too negative. I want to associate like being not present on like a negative. Okay, good. You want to feel that it's negative. Okay, that's fine. You can feel that it's negative. That's good. Whatever works. At the end of the day, I know when I have, when when I drive with my kids, right? I try, I I drive drive with my kids and my kids, if they're going to be on a phone or this, I try and tell them for 10, 15 minutes, no electronics, no nothing. Look out the window. Look out the window and, and, and space out and do nothing. And let's just be in a car, you know, together for 10, 15, 20 minutes before everybody is, is somewhere else. You know, okay. I don't know if I'm just that old school dad. They're going to be like, I don't know why my father did that. You know, like, who cares? What's the big deal? Okay, Seder, but I do what I got to do. I think that what's important, the bottom line, let's get back to the Shlema Salev. Let's get into what it is and how to accomplish it. So first of all, question, comments. Does everybody understand the concept? The concept is... Wherever you are, be there. Wherever I am, be where I am. If, what? Be present. So that's like the new mindfulness that we live in that world. But let's figure out, let's figure out what it is, how to do it, and what that brings to a person. 
Shlemus Alev, what brings to a person when he has Shlemus Alev, is that's where he feels Shlemus. That's where you feel at peace. That's where you feel good. That's where you feel you are, you are engaged. That's when you feel that you are alive. Otherwise, there's a part of you, yes? Yes. When you're here. Oh. And the fantasy I'm going through my head. Oh. Okay, good. You did it. Here we go. You did it. Ready for this one? Authentic. Get, get used to this. Authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, comes from one's connection to reality, not someone's escape from reality. That reality does not always have to be good. That reality could be bad. But when you're, wherever you are, I think they talk about it as far as physical pain. They say when a person's in physical pain and they are fighting that physical pain not to be in physical pain and they don't, whatever this means, they're not in the pain. They're not with the pain. It's much more painful. It's much more painful. Now, of course, that's pain. So many times... Even if a person is going to try and escape where he is, but ultimately he's not escaping. Ultimately he's going to suffer because of that. Ultimately he will. That's a good point. But Shlemus Alev means, Shlemus Alev means that whatever situation I'm in, I am there. I'm not distracted. I'm focused on where I am, which is, by the way, how to deal with whatever you have to deal with. A lot of times people don't want to deal with the problems that they have because I don't want to be there. I want to be somewhere else. And if I could distract myself from my problems. But the problem with that is, is that then you never end up dealing with it. And that problem is always there. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So the more you learn to be there, the more you learn. Let's give more examples. Let's hear question comments. Let's get this clear. Yes. Avram Yaakov. Watch out. Avram Yaakov. Avram Yaakov. Right. Right. It's not a punishment. It's not a punishment. Why not? Why not? Where you are is is in the car. Okay. So that's good. Good. But don't notice you're in the car when you're in your head. Right. That's still being present. Yeah. It's more present. It's more present. It's not not correct. So present, like Slimey was saying, is the highest level. People imagine present that you're able, right? You do yoga, you're meditated, mindfulness, and you're, you could feel everything, you could touch everything, I'm right here. We're not talking about that. Obviously, you could get there. But it's a start that I'm not looking for something else. I'm not elsewhere. When, you're, when a person's in a car looking out the w- window, he's definitely more in reality. What if elsewhere is your head? What? What if elsewhere is your head when you want to what do you mean? Let's say where you when you doze, not doze up, when you space, space out, out. Maybe that is your place. To, uh, it is beautiful. That is. That is. Correct. That is. That is. That is. You might be there, but you're not really here. If me and you are having a conversation and I'm spacing out, so I'm not really with you. So much. That, that's all. So if I'm spaced out, I'm not really with myself. I'm sort of elsewhere. I'm not here. 
If a guy is fate, right? Let's just talk about, let's, let's get a little present over here. If someone is here in sheer and they're spacing out, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay if you're spacing out. But the more focused you are in the sheer, in the lighting, in the base medrash, I'm in Israel, I'm in yeshiva, there's a little noise of a fan, there's noise over there, we're all here. You become much more aware and present. You're able to be here as opposed to what? I'm daydreaming about what was yesterday. Or I'm thinking about my father who's 6,000 miles away. I have anxiety for my parents who happen to be, just think about that one, who happen to be 6,000 miles away. But that's where I am. As the tzaddikim say, you are wherever your head is. So that's where you really are. Or I'm thinking about tomorrow, you know, or tonight, or later on this afternoon, what I'm going to be doing. But where am I not? I'm not right here. And most people live in the, that world, as when the Ramchal is going to talk about it, and we're going to talk about Tahara, that's where it's from, Shlema Salev. It's all about me living in the past or me living in the future. But I'm not able to live here. And a lot of that is because of pain, and a lot of that is because I don't want to deal or I'm just not used to being here. I'm not used to being able to be if I'm, if I'm you know, cleaning up, if I'm eating breakfast, right? If a person eats and he's on his phone, so am I on my phone or am I eating? Am I having a conversation with someone or I'm, or I'm, or I'm eating? What, what, what am I doing? And the more a person is able to be where he is in every situation, that's why I said, wherever you are, wherever you are, be there. Yes, Rabbi. It could be wherever you are. Like, I'm trying to... Like, Avram Yaakov, yeah. It's like, yes, you could be here physically and emotionally in a Right. Different place, but once you're there, right. so there, be totally. For example, if you're sitting with five, six guys, and they're all talking Russian horror and you're okay, you don't want to be there. But you're right. You're right. You're right. Correct. So I, I think what Rabbi Ackerman's saying, I just want to focus. Maybe on Rabbi Ackerman, Rabbi Ackerman, maybe you did you. This is his point a little bit. Let's talk about this. You could use that in a pot. I think what Rabbi Ackerman's saying is you could use your power of, of, of not being there in a positive way. If things are not going well right now and you don't want to be here, then you could sort of project your brain to be somewhere else. And then things are happening here. Here, correct. That's a, that's a, good. That's a whole different conversation. For, correct. But, 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 but Shlemus Halev means that I am totally engaged. Right? If a guy's working out, I don't know if you could give other examples. If a guy's working out, if a guy is, you know, I don't know other examples that you guys could give. I think of working out or playing sports. It's very difficult when you're playing sports or you're working out to be somewhere else. Usually you're in it. You're focused. You're excited. You get your adrenaline. You're getting it all there. And you're totally there. It gets a, it gets a, it gets a, a power to, to everything that you're doing. What? Yes. Yeah, for sure. So uh, what are you saying, Robert? Right.
I heard from one of the tzaddikim that he said that he never got his license because he didn't want to be somebody who is checking his mirror, he's looking over here, he's looking all over the place. I don't want to be a person who's so distracted. Correct, he's a big tzaddik. It's okay, it's just to to drive him. The point is, though, the point is, is that, is that, the point is, is that, is that he wants to be wherever he is. He doesn't want to be all over the place. He doesn't want to be everywhere else. You want to be there. There used to be a time, right? There used to be a time where people did not just look all over the place and look everywhere. First he lifted up his eyes, and then he, and then he saw. He lifted up his eyes. He didn't move his head. He didn't move his head. A person in, in focus, a person in... Yes, correct. Navardic and Kelm. These are places where if, you would, if there would be a noise over there and you would just quickly look over there, you'd be embarrassed for the rest of the day that you are unfocused and you're not, you know, you're not where you are. Correct. It's not for us. For us, we're all over the place. To get focused is our challenge. Multitask. We're just one big multitask. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. We have to, we have to try. What I, w- what I would suggest, what I would suggest... I mean, we're going to talk more about it. This is a very... Uh, P- I, I want to say, I spoke about this on Shabbos. Shabbos, the essence, right? Binyamin. The essence of Shabbos is what? Peace of mind. This is Shabbos. This is what Shabbos is. This is what peace of mind is. Peace of mind, speak to anybody. God willing, when Yitzchak Raymond comes back, you'll speak to him about yoga. You'll speak about what it is. That's why yoga nowadays, mindfulness nowadays, is very, very, very popular. The reason it's very, very popular is because we live in a time where a person has WhatsApp, he has emails. I'm not even into the social media, the statuses, and, and you could spend so much time just being distracted by so many millions of things. You have so many millions of things going on in your life. And you're just 18, 19, 20 years old. Wait till you're married with kids and bills and, the, and, the, and all the electronics and all the social media will be 10 times what it is now. Right? They thought that email and WhatsApp and social media is going to help you get, get, figure out time. Then what happened? Now there's not a time, right? Someone, I spoke to someone I remember a few months ago when he was on an airplane. Maybe it was more than that. Because people aren't on airplanes so much. I remember he was WhatsApping me from the airplane. I'm like, you're on the airplane. Take your 10 hours. Take your 10 hours and have time where you're not distracted. That's one of my, right? I haven't been on an airplane in a long time. But it used to be one of my favorite times to be on an airplane because I can't be in touch with anybody. I can't have my phone. I can't. So it gives time. And then what happens? Suddenly, you start fidgeting. I don't know what to do. I got to this. I got to that. Right? Why? Because you're not, you're not connected with yourself. You're not connected with yourself. And the reason you're not connected with yourself is because you haven't spent time. Just like, how am I, why am I not, why don't I have a connection with that person? The reason you don't have a connection with that person is because you don't spend time with that person. You don't spend time. You don't listen to that person. You don't have a relationship with that person. So very much that could happen with yourself, that you're disconnected with yourself because you don't have that shlemus, that peace. Peace means shalem, that everything is exactly, you're like in check with everything. This is what it is. These are my thoughts. 
These are my feelings. I'm not trying to change anything. This is exactly where things are, where everything is supposed to be. That's the Bechina of Shabbos. Yeah. That well, what, so what are you saying? So that what? Either I'm looking at my feelings all day, so I'm trying to get the things I want done, or you're saying I'm going to be on my phone, so I'll be distracted. But at least I like, so what's the difference? I'm on my phone, I'm always checking in and down, I'm feeling Because your feelings are, are real. But I'm not going to get it. It's going to take you down. You don't want to stay flat. You need to go down. If you're on your phone, you need to come out and go down. Interesting. <laughs> it's not distraction. That's part of where you are. It's part of who you are. It's part of who you are. Right. It's part of who you are. I think what happens is I just want to be, I just want to say something. I think we get scared to say, okay, that means I got to get rid of my phone. That means I got to have everything. That means I got to totally be, totally tuned into myself. So first of all, you don't have to do anything. Because this is past Ahava. Ahava is where I want to do it. Where I want to do it. The more a person learns periods of time where he says, these five minutes, I'm going to be, try and be here. These ten minutes, I want to try and be here. When I'm in Shir, when I'm in the basement, whatever it might be, to practice. That's why people love to go to the beach. They love to hear the water. They love to be in a zone where everything is sort of calming. It forces you to be where you are. It forces you to be in the moments that you are. People love that. People love to, to be taken over by where you are, where things... Yes? Where you are is not like in Asia. You could be here and in America on the phone to someone in America. Right. Or in the... Right. It's not why you have to get rid of your phone to be where you are. It's not... We have to count where you are to be in a wide Right. Right. But where are you physically and where are you mentally? So what, but, but we're not living in 1800s where you're, you're always physically. Right. And, and, and so there are benefits to that. There are benefits, like you're saying, to that. The fact that I could FaceTime somebody and I could be in America. That there are benefits to that. But there are also, there are also a lot of neg- negativities. Yeah, yeah, correct. I'm saying the be- so, so you said the, the, ma- the word that I love. Right? We've had the 20 years, how old are you? 20. So you've had 20 years of that side. Try the 20 years of that side, then you'll have the balance. Again, I'm not attacking you. I'm saying our balance, Ezra, anymore. Let, 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 let's call a spade a spade. Let's call it the way it is. Our balance anymore is not, is not, um, is not to be half the time on the phone and half the time not on the phone. We've spent enough time on our phones that we could cut that down. But that's not, that's all I'm, that's not where we're holding right oh, now. Oh, yeah, no, good. I'm not, I'm not talking about, first of all, I don't know who we is. Everyone in this world. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know everyone in this world. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't look at it like that. I don't know who everyone is. I don't know who, who everyone in the world is. Our minds don't work that, oh, we're in this room, whatever. Our minds work that we could. Hear the news in China right now. We can see what Trump just said. We can right, talk to my right. Friends. So I don't want. So good. That's a choice that you could have. 
that's something that you could have. We could talk private. I don't, I don't, I don't live in the world. One second, Ezra. We could talk private. You don't live in a world of reality. Good. So good. I don't want good Ezra. Good Ezra. Ezra. Ezra is representing the social media world. Right, let's let's talk it out. Ezra's representing the world of social media and knowing what's going on in politics and knowing what's going on in China. And that's and that's all in this moment. Wait a second, but that's, that's fine. This moment, that's Ezra. not in this moment. This right. Ezra, this moment. Ezra, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not interested in that. No, I'm saying I, that's fine for you to live that way. I'm not interested in that. I've only seen and I've only experienced that the more a person, I just want to call it the way it is, and I'm proud to call it the way it is with my own experience. And I'm not even a teenager, I'm not even in that world as much as guys growing up in this world are. I'm, I'm like a little bit more old school. So if anybody wants to live in that world, that's fine, that's their prerogative. But I'm just telling you from my experience, the more that I'm disconnected from all the things that you're saying, the more I'm at peace, the more I'm able to experience what's right in front of me, the more I'm able to live in reality. We're living in a world where there's more than that. Great. Right in front we're of living us. in a world. What we're living in a right. Exactly. Right, if, you could, if you could do something about it, go for it. Go run for president. Go go do your thing. But if you can't, and what's the point? The, the thing is, right, it's to distract yourself. Why do we love drama? Because it's, it takes away from our drama. Now there's something else that we can focus on. Now this is why do we love pain in the world? Why do we love a pandemic going, oh, what's going on? The numbers, uh, so many people every day, the numbers, what happened to the numbers? Because now all our problems are small. If you, if you don't focus on that, you'll see suddenly all these problems will pop up. So you let go of them because you're focusing on other things. Yehuda for president, Yehuda, I like that. No, but, and, and again, Ezra, was not, it's not a, I, I, think you're, I think you're making a very strong point, but I think we have to realize that, that if we are, if we're, it's not about the 1800s. It's not about the 1800s. It's about principles that stay true no matter what date it is, no matter what you're doing. The principles of, of listening the principles of, of being empathic, the principles of, of not being distracted, the principles of being involved in something, whether it's the 1700s, the 1400s, or 2020 or 2040, are all going to stay the same. Shlemus Alev, the Mesil Yisharim, the Ramchal, is, is eternal. It's not bound by time, because it's MS, it's the truth. And what happens is, and I think Yehuda said it so well, is that we, we live our lives and we live everything in everyone else's world because it takes us away from what we have to do. It takes us away from my responsibility and my passion. As one of the tzaddikim said, I think Rabbi Baruch from Mezbiz, Rabbi Simcha Bunim said, he says, what's in Gullus? What's in Gullus? What's in exile? The I is in exile. I am in an exile. It's not that I'm in exile. I'm in America. I'm in, I'm in you know, even in Eretzral, that Mashiach is not here, so we're still in Gullus. But what's the Pshat? The Pshat is that I, the me, is disconnected. I'm not connected with myself. I'm not connected. So what, 
Wait, yeah. Talking about Instagram, all this stuff. The best way you mentioned before that let's say the focus on the development more. The best way to do it is to start slow with five minutes. Start slow. Correct. But when it comes to Instagram, all that stuff, what's the best way to just eliminate the battle? I don't know. Speak to. I'm not. I've never been on Instagram. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it works. You have to speak to your peers and people who have been there, done that, and who have changed that, and have seen. And have seen the results from that change. Right, that's, so that's a question we could t- we'll talk about. That question is exactly the point. That's the point, Ezra. Okay, well, I, I want to I wrap up because it's a little bit late. Thank you, Rabbi Byron. Thank you, Rabbi Nauman. So I, I want to I um, give a, a uh, maybe this will help a little bit, Ezra. Ready? Here's, here's, a, here's an idea. If you're, if you're listening to Spotify or Apple Music, spot, let's say Spotify. I'm familiar with Spotify. So try this. Just listen to that song from beginning until the end. You're a musician also. From beginning till the end, listen to that song without thinking of what the next song is during that song. Try with that. Start with that. Start with that. Or I'll try something else. So when you're listening to that song, listen to that song from beginning to end and feel your anxiety. Feel your anxiety that you haven't picked your next song. Number two. Number two. While you're talking to someone on FaceTime or while you're having something like Rabbi Byron saying, you're in a, don't WhatsApp somebody else. Don't check your phone and scroll your phone. So I'm with you, Ezra. Be present within your social media. Be present within Spotify and see what happens with that. Start with that process. Hashem will help all of us. We saw that was a good one. Thank you. I'm even gonna, that was good, right? See, I got to try and understand what's going on over here. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. That's why I gave that eatsa. That's why I gave that eatsa. Right. While you're watching the movie, don't text anybody. Don't what's up anybody. Put your phone away. Try that one. Try that one. Try and be totally, try and be totally there. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zocha to number one, the most important. First of all, tomorrow is Erev Rosh Hashanah. I can't believe it. Hashem will help each and every one of us to smash our rear view mirrors.
especially the fact that it's Rosh Hashanah coming up, to not think about your past. Don't delve into your past. It doesn't mean that if somebody has trauma and somebody has things that he has to talk to somebody about his past, I'm not saying not to do that. I'm saying don't live in your past. Live in the present, live in the future, because today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.